Wet your whistle, Mike. I've just wet mine because we're here on the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast online. Hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. Also, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Do, 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 do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, well, I, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> Should I? Well, you repeated it pretty well. That was the old text message sound for Androids. Oh, yes, this classic, cla- these classic tunes that you hear uh, <laughs> kind of, you know, when you're on, when you're in public, you know, you're, you're on the bus somewhere or like, you know, you're at a family thing and someone's phone goes off. There's like these like seven stock sounds that we have yeah. um, that, that we have Although, in our brains. These days, I'm pretty much always on silent now. Yeah, I don't no know what vibration, no I think my phone call I think is like ring. It, it's like it's like a very it could not be more of a standard just ring. <laughs> no, well, that's what you want. You yeah, want to get your attention. Exactly. I don't want bells and whistles. I don't want anything frilly. Just give me <laughs> ring, 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 yeah. ring. Because yeah, you know, because uh, j- you know, my sometimes, my, especially you know, b- between, especially on the, especially on the eve of pay per view, my phone's blowing up. <laughs> oh yeah, AC dirt still fielding stuff out there for us. Still very much yeah. so. A lot of work being yeah. done behind the scenes that we don't even talk about <laughs> here on the podcast. No, he's you know he's he's been keeping a low profile. We haven't seen him on this show in years, but he <laughs> literally, it's been right. years actually. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but that's exactly it. All the professional wrestling action on the horizon. Of course, the havoc. We're in the midst of the havoc. We are going to Saudi. Um, after that, of course, full gear live from the the forum, the LA Forum, former home of the the Lakers. So be sure to uh, be sure to, for Scorpio Sky probably to be wearing purple and gold and some kind of battle royal. But before we even get there, <laughs> I think it's time that we uh, kick off the show uh, by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Page match. They're like a professional wrestling uh, <laughs> blog site, of course. Mike, I guess you're familiar with them. Yeah. Okay, so they've yeah, they, I would. They're they're like the IMDb of wrestling. Fantastic, you know. I mean, what what more reputable? I mean, I guess some people some people are IMDb fans, some people are Rotten Tomatoes. I think you're kind of like in one yeah. one of the two camps. You know, it's uh, like you either yeah. like Star Treks or Star Wars. You like IMDb <laughs> or Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying IMDb because I think that's like there is no critic score. It's all user score. It's all kind of like how it's, the match ratings work. It is all user entered information. Well, this tweet in particular highlights the uh, the user entered information for the top ten matches of the year so far, according to the voters oh. on the website. I think, Mike, uh, I'm going to list them off to you here. Uh, they in. Uh, I'm going to give you a ten to one order. Yeah. Here. Okay. Coming in at number ten, we have Drew Gunther and Sheamus. Of course, that match was at, that match was at WrestleMania. Five star match. Yeah, five uh, stars from us. Uh, from us, at least. Um, of course, yeah. we have, uh, and this was a match that uh, just took place two weeks ago. Will Ospreay took on Zack Saber Jr. at Royal Quest Two. Ah, yeah, Unc- that's the one I need to watch. Yeah, yeah. I also have not seen it. Uncle Dave gave it a nice, uh, a nice five and a halfer. 
Hmm. So, of course, you can expect uh, exactly what it is. Coming in at number yeah. eight. I think we're going to see a lot more Osprey in this list. Well, coming in at number eight, we have Will Ospreay <laughs> <laughs> taking on... <laughs> <laughs> taking on Mike Bailey at Impact Bound for Glory last week. Big show over um, on the Impact brand. They also announced that they will be reverting to, back to TNA. Yeah. Amongst amongst yeah, other things. That's what you were telling me about. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was 18 minutes. Just a good Canadian kid and Osprey. I like a match. Throw a Canadian in the ring with Osprey. You're gonna get some good results. Whether it's Jericho Bailey, whether it's Kenny Omega. Yeah. <laughs> so far, I think he's three for three of the year. Which we'll be seeing on this list soon to come. I yeah, I'm sure we will. Coming at number seven, we do have FTR taking on Jay White and Juice Robinson in that two out of three falls match that um, from Calgary. I believe it was an episode of Collision in Calgary. Yeah, that was great. Great, great match. Uh, coming in at number six, we have, uh, now this one's going to be a tough one for, for me, um, Katsushiko Najakima taking on Kento Miyahari. Miyahara, mm. sorry. It was a uh, yeah. it was a Noah match, which occurred earlier on in the year. Uh, coming in at number five, Will Ospreay, Tetsuya Naito, met <laughs> at uh, day Six here it says of the, of the G1 climax um, one of those which uh, which I can only imagine you 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 look through the history of those G1 shows especially it's just it seems like there's a banger every night <laughs> every single oh, yeah. performance of this G1 uh, coming at number four Kenny Omega taking on Will Ospreay part two at Forbidden Door Mike a match that we Woo! were grateful enough to see in front of our eyes a match that anybody could would and if somebody were to tell you that that was their favorite match ever that was the best match of all time you would nod and you would say yeah I can see that right it absolutely. was absolutely on that level coming in at number three uh Brian Danielson taking on MJF that was at full gear sorry revolution Back in yeah, February, Iron the Iron Man match that uh, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah, that was yeah, just amazing. An hour and six minutes of nonstop five star wrestling. Five and a quarter, I believe. Uh, coming in, so coming in at number two, <laughs> we do have Brian Danielson taking on Zack Saber Jr. at Wrestle Dream. Wow. From a few weeks back, that 22-and-a-half-minute technical clinic. Yeah. You know, dream match. a damn good match. But I think the last two matches you said I would put above that one. Yeah, you're, yeah you're, personally, I think. In my personal rank. Personally, yeah. exactly. It's all personal. Uh, I would be inclined, yeah, I would probably reorder that top five probably differently. Yeah, um, but you know. uh, either way, good company. Which can only mean that the number one match of the year, as voted by cage match voters for 2023, is Kenny Omega when he took on Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom for that IWGP United <coughs> States Championship. Part one. Yeah. Mike, uh, I'm thankful for the part one because there wouldn't have been a part two. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, either way, we were blessed see that match live and mm -hmm. you know blessed to watch this one online so anytime we get omega on osprey i mean the hype is there the standard has been set pretty much five stars just going in and and, and, and like you said it right there um will osprey's name littered all strewn all throughout um 
the top ten list, and it will be throughout many top ten lists as the as the year concludes. <coughs> Wrestler of the year standout yeah. candidate has to be for sure. Um, yeah, it's uh, uh, he's he's putting on quite the performance for himself. Yeah, we'll get to those come shooty time. But I do have to mention a uh, complete lack of women matches on this top ten. Mm-hmm. I know I certainly Charlotte versus Rhea. At WrestleMania, that's a five-star top ten match of the year for me. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and even Becky and Trish in the cage might have been able to sneak into that ten spot or something. Yeah, you yeah, you 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 found that to be quite favorable. Yeah, no women, unfortunately. Yeah. I guess I guess that main I mean, that we I guess cu- squeaking in at number ten was that mania match. Uh by the Drew Sheamus Gunther, Gunther. Right. And then every everything yeah. after that all seemed to be a combo of New Japan Indies AEW. Um, That's true. You know, so yeah. I think it was surprising even to see WWE's <laughs> presence in, in a little bit, even. You know, just a, that little bit. Yeah. So. But overall, for the most part, I can agree. I'm probably like 70% of that list. A couple matches I'd swap out here. And yeah, there, so other than the one that I yeah. didn't know about, <laughs> that, I, that I hadn't yeah. even heard that about. That one and then the two I haven't seen. Exactly, year. exactly. You know, but uh, <laughs> but hey, congratulations, Cage Match. You are, uh, hey, Tweet League Champion. Nice going. There you go. Yeah. Fun list. Well, let's move ourselves on into the professional wrestling weekend because the season premieres are done, which means we we are we cannot be any further away from the start of the season. And of course, uh, so so let's move ourselves on over here to SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then. Uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Yeah, kicking off. Paul Heyman in the ring. He's dyed his hair again. I guess now that Roman's back, he's. Well, I think yeah, he dyed it. I guess he didn't dye it before. Yeah, he dyed when Roman came back. He's like, oh shit, boss is coming back. Yeah, good for the chief. (laughs) Or maybe the chief demands it. Or I, 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 I like to think the chief demands it. Yeah. So anyways, Heyman's out here. He puts over Jimmy Uso for single-handedly costing Cody and Jay their tag titles last week. And talks about the announcement. It's official. Roman Reigns will defend his Undisputed Universal title against LA Knight at Crown Jewel. Heyman says he's a big admirer of Knight. So then the man, LA Knight himself, comes out to the ring. He wants to know where Roman's at. Just admit it to me. He's scared. Anyways, we'll see each other at the contract signing next week. Yep, it's a great way to start off a show with L.A. Knight, if you're a fan yeah. like us. Big, I mean, think about where he was a year ago. He wasn't even, he might have still been Max Dupree. I think he was still Max Max Dupree, yeah. Yeah, so what a year. Wow. What a year it's been. Uh, quite frankly, I mean, I, I don't know if, uh, is, there, is, there a, is there a wrestling award that um, kind of covers just like the gravity of what he's done? It's almost like, it's almost like he's in running for best turn. <laughs> Or, I mean, or yeah, you know what I'm saying? He, cer- he turned from character I mean, to know. character, not necessarily from heel to babyface in such like a start, you know, a stark contrast. But yeah. he's done something. Some, we've got the breakout award shooty as well. There's, Very much so. Yep. Yeah. yeah, most improved maybe. I don't know. Even he's up for a couple. Most certainly. over. Most over. Yeah, we'll get there. Just a few short weeks, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get to our first match. Santos Escobar taking on Montez Ford. Uh, just a fun little match. Both doing some high-flying suicide dives. They both go to the top rope. 
Santos does the big jumping Hurricane Rana. But then later, the refs turned around. Angelo Dawkins on the outside shoves Santos into the ring post. So the other LWO members all jump in. It's all chaos. Uh, but Ford is able to roll up Santos, get the three. So Montez wins. Uh, and yeah, they just keep rolling after. The rare win. Uh, it feels like <clears throat> he's constantly losing. Uh, especially since I mean, coming over here to the Hurt Business. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this whole thing we were kind of hoping would be a, a resurgence, but it's kind of, yeah, they haven't really done much. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it, in our minds, we were like, great. It's the Street Profits instead of uh, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. And it, it, it hasn't been like a, a one-to-one transition. <sighs> no. Should have been a huge upgrade, you know, former tag champs, top team in the division. But, uh, yeah, I won't give up quite yet. Yeah. I, hey, I don't make the rules. So. John Cena comes out for a promo. Last week, he applauded Roman for his big, long title streak. But he's got his own streak. It's been 2,002 days since John Cena won a singles televised match. So, damn. That's uh, that's pretty hefty there. How many? How many? But, did we uh, have we done the math on that? How many years? Yeah, five, five, almost five and a half. Just about five and a half. Yeah, yeah. So checks out. Uh, so he starts talking. You know, I gotta talk, folks. Retirement. We gotta face facts. Crowd chance. You still got it. But he says, Yeah, you know what? I can still bring it. And tonight's the night to turn it around. Whoever wants to come out here gets smoked. Uh, so Sola Sokoa answers the call, gets right in Cena's face, they start swinging, Jimmy Uso runs out, super kicks Cena, they double team John until a member of the ring crew yanks out Jimmy, pulls down his mask, it's Jey Uso, security jumps in, Cena gives Solo an AA, uh, stands tall, but we do not get a match. Too bad. The, uh, the San Antonio yeah. crowd... Thanks. Um, you know, might hopefully the go home happy. <laughs> yeah, but looking like we'll probably see Cena versus Solo at Crown Jewel. Yeah, I mean, Cena's I Cena's going to be on that card, and there is a, you know, no slowing down for this strike. I think they are going back to the table next week, but I think they still are a long ways away. So, yeah, either way, mm -hmm. big match for Solo. Uh, we got a little teaser video for Alba Fire. And Isla Dawn, remember them? Of course, the former NXT tag <laughs> team, women's tag team champions. Yeah, they got called up, they lost the belts, and then disappeared for four months. But they're coming back. They're called. I feel the like that happens to a lot of people. Sorry, sorry. I feel like that happens to a lot of people. <laughs> they lose the belt, <laughs> yeah, disappear for four months. Uh, yes, uh, but they do come so back anyways. with a with a repackage. Sorry. Yeah, the unholy union. They'll be. So hopefully, hopefully something. <laughs> Wait, what's that a reference uh, to? Is that a reference to uh Holy Union? Is that like a marriage thing? I mean it's I've heard it used before. Like the Holy Alabama Union had a TV show. What in Viva La Bam? He said I guess it's kind of marriage when he was marrying one of his girls, he had a it was like after Viva La Bam, he had Bam's on Holy Union. Oh I don't e oh, I, like I don't even remember that. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I didn't watch it, I just know about it. You just know it exists, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, let's go backstage. 
Jay Uso with the new GM Nick Aldis and Adam Pierce is there and Nick is fining Jay Uso for interfering here on SmackDown Business. Pierce says, "Okay, that's fair, but Jimmy, he's got to be fined as well." And Aldis says, "You two need to leave my building." So laying the law down. He doesn't want raw people here. I, I I'm glad somebody is staying strict to this whole brand brand invitational business because <laughs> I tried yeah. and it is hard. Yeah. So he's taking it serious. <laughs> Somebody has to. Uh, Logan Paul comes out for a promo, brags about his boxing win the other week. and uh, But tonight he is here for Rey Mysterio, a man he's already beaten once back when Dominic was still his son. But Rey's got something he needs, that U.S. championship. So at Crown Jewel, he wants to face him for it. So Rey comes out. Uh, says, you're like my son. Great natural ability, but a big loud mouth, so I'll whoop your ass at Crown Jewel. And Logan offers a handshake. Ray's leery, but he accepts it. No dirty tricks. Logan walks off. Another match uh, being booked for the card, of course. You know you know when Logan Paul is going to Saudi. Or, sorry, you know when we're going to Saudi that Logan Paul is going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he main evented last year, had mm -hmm. that four and a half star. Four and a half Romans. star. Yeah, I think that's what this is wild. he got. So yeah, be a lot of fun. Uh, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller take on Cameron Grimes and Dragon Lee. So, I mean, at this point, is Dragon Lee, is he officially called up? <clears throat> I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening with him at all. I think, <laughs> well, I mean, even Judgment Day to NXT, there is a lot of back and forth relation there. yeah but this has nothing to do with them this is just dragon lee yeah now he's just know. now he is just being carried over yeah so either way uh he's looking real good that fast paced high flying lucha style is always fun mm -hmm. our boy grimy he's looking good he hits that awesome running shooting star press power slam move he does uh but unfortunately waller in theory fight back they hit the a-town down get the win yeah baby face or no sorry heels get the win on this one yeah yeah still waiting for something to happen with grimes yeah i don't think it's gonna no no i Ever just since they trimmed his beard he's never been the same he truly hasn't yeah i mean of course yeah tr the, a beard trim and a call up like i mean i think he was that that's two that's <laughs> that's two strikes kid you're out yeah like a year and a half ago, he was one of our favorite guys over here in NXT. Yeah. Oh, certainly. I mean, certainly the. Uh, well, I mean, maybe you know his work with LA Knight. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can get that back. I don't know. Anyways, let's go to the main event. We got a big match: Io Sky defending that WWE Women's Title against Charlotte Flair. Good match. Uh, yeah, Io with a big sunset bomb off the turnbuckle. Uh, goes for a cross body but charlotte catches her throws her up on the shoulders and then climbs up to the second turnbuckle for a big fall away slam uh and then charlotte hits a spear makes the cover but bailey on the outside puts eo's foot on the rope breaks the pin so charlotte's pissed goes and beats up bailey and then she gets back in the ring and dakota kai jumps up distracts the ref eo grabs her title belt charlotte goes for another spear but eo holds the belt up so charlotte smashes her skull into the championship. EO tosses the belt away, makes the cover, gets the three. 
So EO wins, retains the belt. You hate, you, you hate to see it. You, you hate control. seeing another Charlotte loss. Thank you, Damage Control. <laughs> I love you. Uh, For once. But we're not quite done. Okay. Because they all jump in. They beat up Charlotte some more until we get the big return. Bianca Belair. We haven't seen her since she lost the belt at SummerSlam. And she's here. She's running wild, beating up Bailey. Uh, picks up EO for the KOD, but Bailey saves her. So Bianca hits Bailey with the KOD, and crowd's loving it. Uh, yeah, so good to see Bianca Belair back. I'm surprised we got both Bianca's return and Jade's uh, at least on-screen appearance before the Rumble. Uh, I thought I, well, I thought uh, one of the two of them would be the one to show up, or if not both, and then they get to have that stare down in the middle of the ring. <laughs> well, we could still have that moment. Yeah, yeah good point. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I think we're still good. We're yeah, we're getting the moment. That's for sure. Yeah, and then we'll watch Bianca Belair just Bianca kick back. the shit out of Jade Cargill. Who knows? That's a dream match. They probably want to save. I don't know how soon we'll get to it. I mean, there's a lot. <clears throat> yeah, well, I feel like, and 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 I don't know what what. Yeah, what do you do? So you bring in somebody like Jade Cargill onto an already stacked roster that you have these like quote dream matches you're saving for, but then I feel like the quote dream match is literally her against every single person in the company already. So it's like, <laughs> you know, Not it's like everyone. it's like Charlotte Jade. That's a dream match. Yeah. Jade Bianca, right? Yeah. Probably Jade Rhea. Yeah, Rhea, Becky. Becky. So, okay, so and we're at six think... already. <laughs> Bailey, just to kind of knock off the gambit, you know, like the, the gamut of it I all. I mean, yeah, but people like Natalia, that's not a dream match. No. You know. It's a dream to get a match a with Natalia because that, that means you truly <laughs> made it. <laughs> yeah. So, either way, we're still waiting to see where jade lands what and 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 you know and i think honestly you know devil's advocate also waiting to see if you know a lot of those in-ring skills have improved in that kind of way right you know because we uh certainly you know we've seen we've seen jade cargo wrestle wrestle but i would say she's at least a step behind the standard of the wwe women's (laughs) division from what i have seen in in her prior Uh, work but it's also hard to say because <clears throat> so many of her opponents weren't really the level of ex- the, exactly the level of talent is different. So you know, does yeah. that mean that she was practicing with scrubs and then never you know then you know it's it's like a it's like a rookie in their first game and they you know they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it's going to be interesting to see for a for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, mm-hmm. like she barely ever, you know, she's never had that big twenty minute match. So. Yeah, she's never had that barn burner, and so many women here on the roster have had that barn burner already, so. Yeah. No, the way they're presenting her and creating an aura, I think they know they got to play this very carefully, make sure she's perfectly ready for whatever comes her way. Yeah, whatever it is, whatever it is. It's going to be real exciting. Whenever it happens, that was the entirety of the SmackDown, so let's move on ourselves. Only three matches on the whole SmackDown. Very short. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, the the LA Knight, the... It seems like some of these SmackDown promo segments are taken up, even when we were at the SmackDown show. Mm -hmm. SmackDown segments are taken up a good portion there, so... Yeah. 
Let's move on to the uh, to the very next night. Of course, all that uh, action over on AW Collision, which also just went like straight into Battle of the Belts. How did this happen? Because of course, I think it's Battle of the uh, Belts like nine. So it started or something. with Collision, and then Battle of the Belts was after. Right. Okay. So it was it was two, but was it in that same two hour time slot, or was it an extra hour was, on top? It was an extra hour oh. for the Battle of the Belts. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, who the hell knows? Either way. This week's collision opens up with Brian Danielson making his way to the rings down to take on Andrade El Idolo. Of course, uh, I think so. this is the first <laughs> singles match here in AEW. That's for sure. Yeah. So it was funny. They were billing this as a dream match. And, I mean, as we were just talking about, I, I wouldn't call this a dream match. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I certainly wouldn't. Um, <clears throat> just because I think you know, I just because you're in the ring with Brian Danielson doesn't mean it's a dream match. I mean, this is yeah. and- Andrade. Yeah. This is the first time we've seen him all of October. There you go. And these two also did fight back in 2019 already in the WWE. So. Oh, okay. So it is their first singles match here in A Dubs, but okay, I in get AEW, it. yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. But anyways, good matchup. Lots of, I mean, it's Brian Danielson. You know what you're going to get. Exactly. You can't go the wrong. kicks, the chops, the, the submissions, all that good stuff. Uh, Andrade doing his thing. Big moonsault to the floor. Split-legged moonsault back in the ring. Uh, Brian gets hung upside down on the turnbuckle. Andrade does the big double foot stomp right through his chest. Uh, and then, yeah, just a nice sequence. They're pinning each other, reversing one after the other until Brian manages to hold Andrade down, gets the three count. So Brian Danielson with the win. Mm-hmm. And the show of respect, he shakes his hands. Great match. Brian celebrates. The lights shut out. They come back on. Malachi Black is in the ring, hits the big spinning heel kick to Brian. So big return from Malachi. And now that... <laughs> You could possibly call it dream. Oh, that because I, I think yeah, I think because <laughs> so anytime that there's two dudes who do the same thing, I think we're impressed. Mm-hmm. Two dudes who kick, you 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 want to see who's <laughs> who's got the best kick, and I think that's ultimately what it's going to come down to. Of course, that black mass, and and the uh, you know the yes kicks or the you want to see it. Yeah, and Malachi Black, you know, still kind of. The House of Black is great, but I think he still has potential to be a big single star. Of course, uh, yeah. Well, and you know, and like we've said, you know, in recent weeks, you know, some somebody to take control of Collision, or yeah, a, 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 a faction, a person, you know, a face of Collision. You know, I think we're still looking for that. Yeah, yeah, he could definitely fit the bill. Mm-hmm. But let's go to Sky Blue taking on Hollywood Haley. And I'm loving this new darker version of Sky Blue. Yeah, her mascara runs. (laughs) Yeah, she's got like drippy eyes and not smiling. She's very serious. The corruption eye makeup going on. I love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although the gear didn't quite fit. She was wearing like Scooby-Doo mystery. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say she looked like the fucking mystery mobile. What the hell is this? Somebody, guys, I mean, come on. (laughs) This is wrestling 101, people. Yeah, bit of a mixed tone there. Bit of but, a mixed uh, tone. <laughs> she still looked great, though. Aggressive, dominates the match. She hits a uh, running powerbomb out of the corner and then a little sloppy version of the code blue, but that gives her the win. Mm-hmm. 
which is nice to see. And uh, yeah, little series of wins here coming up, I guess, yeah. for Sky Blue. It seems like maybe she's uh, she'll get a little <laughs> bit of a push, maybe towards that TBS championship. Yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe align yourself with Julia Hart and. Oh yeah, uh, now that's a train. A that's a that's a train to get on. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see where that goes. Up next, we got the Guns taking on the Outrunners. Who? Uh, it's the guy that we saw the other week with the Hulk Hogan haircut, and his partner. <laughs> <laughs> Which could only I be described know. as they Hulk were... Hogan haircut, of course. Yeah, they were just, they were basically just 80s throwbacks. They're flexing and posing like they're Hogan and Macho Man, but. And not and, and not job. in a cool way like the Bucks do. Like they flex no, and pose exactly. like Hogan, and yeah. but they do it in a cool way. Yeah, like these guys are bona fide jobbers. So yeah. Like, come on, buddy. And that's what happens. The guns hit the 310 to Yuma, pick up the easy win. Jay White celebrates in the ring, and then the lights shut off. We see the person dressed in all all in black wearing the devil mask appear on the screen and then it cuts away. So the Bullet Club gold, they're creeped out. They walk away. But hey, at least we finally got a little follow up to this mystery. And it couldn't have come. The devil since he first attacked. It could not have come at a more perfect time. Um, you know, in, in the vein of who killed Roman Reigns. In the vein of what's in the cage, uh, who is behind the mask? It is, uh, it's, it's, I, will we find out by full gear? Will we find out by the end of 2023? Uh, I don't know. I think this is something they can drag out for a while. Certainly, because Adam Cole's in going to be out for a long time. Yeah, I'd like to see th if, if we can see the, the the devil guy a bit more. Maybe, maybe he can be screwing around with some more stuff. Hey, maybe it's yeah. maybe it's Mustafa Ali, and he's doing a fucking uh, what was that? Uh, what <laughs> retribution. Was, retribution two <laughs> Maybe it's fucking Mustafa Ali. I don't know. I'm not saying it's not. I can't say that. It's I not. cannot yeah, I can't say, say that it's not. I have not seen the devil and Mustafa Ali in the same room together. Yeah. <laughs> There's very few people I can say it's not. I can say it's not Mark Henry. It's not Paul White. Uh, it's not Riho. That's my list. And one thing I'm also going to say, Mike, it's not me. <laughs> Wink. I don't know. How do I know? I don't know. You're not, you're not hanging out with me on a Wednesday. <laughs> exactly. But anyways, uh, let's get to the next match. We got Eddie Kingston taking on Double J, Jeff Jarrett in a Memphis street fight. Of course, as we know, you go wherever uh, the street fight belongs to wherever we are at the time. Yeah, and they really stuck with the theme. We got uh, street signs, stop signs, traffic, you know, speed limit, traffic cones. It, it really so, made it feel like the fight was in the street. street fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus all the usuals. We had the kendo sticks, the trash cans, uh, Eddie is having a deal with all of Jared's goons at ringside. So, uh, yeah, it's basically like five against one. But Eddie, he manages to lay Jared out on a table. But then Karen Jarrett runs, runs up, gouges Eddie's eyes, which allows Lethal to come in. And Lethal hits a wicked diamond cutter to Eddie off the stage through a table on the floor. Big bump there. <clears throat> Looked great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, for an old man, uh, for a couple old men. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so that got a well-deserved holy shit chance. Well, Eddie's down. Does a quick little blade job, so he's coming up bleeding. Jarrett pulls out a barbed wire bat, smacks Eddie with it. Uh, and then Jarrett suplexes Eddie onto another table, but it doesn't break. So Jarrett stands on the table, elbow drops onto Eddie. This time it breaks. And, yeah, once again, all of Jarrett's goons just jumping in. Eddie grabs uh, Jarrett's guitar, smashes it on Satnam. But then Jarrett grabs him, hits the stroke, makes the cover, but Eddie kicks out. So the assault continues five on one. Jarrett hits another stroke. Lethal hits lethal injection. Jarrett makes the cover. Referee Devon Smith, he knows this is wrong, but he has to count. So he goes down one, two, three. Jeff Jarrett makes gets the win with tons of help. And I have to say, I think for one, Eddie Kingston was lucky that this was not for his Ring of Honor championship or that New Japan Strong open weight uh, championship. Yeah. Um, because but. in the in the year 2023, Jeff Jarrett has received seven <laughs> championship matches. Was was this news to you? Wow. Uh, I didn't quite know it was seven. I know he's seven. had a couple, but yeah, that's... Matt uh, Hardy has five, but that's beside the point. We're talking about Double J over here. Um, also, in terms of... We're talking big moments for Eddie Kingston, Mike. This was Eddie Kingston's first singles loss in AEW since November of 2022. Okay. So went about a whole year. Yes, of That's course. He good. lost a couple matches here in the uh, in the in the New Japan Climax, the G1 Climax. Of course, he took on yeah. Claudio and one of the opportunities for that Ring of Honor Championship, in which he did not win. All of his other losses have been, um, you know, in 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 team competition, wherever it <laughs> is. But uh, yeah, this is Eddie Kingston's yeah. first loss in about singles loss on AEW in about a year. Wow. And, I think and he, he was and, gone for a few months at one point, wasn't he? And he guess uh yeah, he may have. And he guess who it came. Well, I think he was gone for the New Japan the for the G one. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that loss, uh so I don't know, his last loss happened uh against Ethan Page of all people. A good Canadian kid. Oh back in twenty twenty two. Yep. I think that was part of the tournament. But yeah. Anyways, as you said, this was not a title match, but I think they announced that because Jarrett won uh, Jay Lethal is going to get an ROH world title shot. Okay. So they got something for it. They got something. Next, we got Miro taking on Action and Dreddy. CJ Perry's out there in Andretti's corner against her husband. But Miro just dominates, hypes up the crowd, taunts his wife, but she applauds him. Uh, but Andretti fights back, hits a big tope, and hero to the floor. Back in the ring, he hits a springboard 450 splash, but Miro kicks out at one. Uh, but Andretti shows off his strength. He lifts up Miro into a torture rack, but Miro gouges his eyes and then hits a big super kick, applies the game over, gets the submission win. Yep, as Miro should be winning. As Miro should be winning. You know, I guess if, <laughs> if, if Andrade has to lose, Miro has to win. I think that's the collision trade-off. One of them has to lose, one of them has to win. <laughs> yeah. Um, still waiting to CJ just to, and Miro just to get together already. Like, yeah, come on. yeah. Either get together or lean or consensually or lean totally. into the cuck angle again. But it has to be consensual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, next match we got FTR against Bad Thad Brown and Darian Bengston. Yeah, if, if I've ever heard fucking know. jobber names, it's these fucking guys right here. Yeah. So 
Uh, you know what's going on. FTR is in full control, but then the lights shut out for the third time on this show. The lights out spot. House of Black appear in the ring. Attack FTR to get a rare disqualification finish. Uh, rare here in AW. Yeah, I I want to say there's still been less than 10 total in the whole existence. Yeah, I wonder if someone were to count that. Yeah. Which, it's hard to count. Dark is almost kind of like a live show. It's hard to yeah. count. I'm saying on television. On television, there's been less than 10. Yes. And no, yes. I can agree. So, yeah, I bet. Yeah, so House of Black beat up FTR. They're making a they're making a stand here tonight, which is cool to see. Yeah, I wonder maybe, uh, yeah, you know, if they're all at full health right now, if they're all ready to go, yeah. why the fuck wait? Brody broke his wrist at all in, I think, but that was... Over two months ago now, so broken wrist. Yeah, depending on how bad it was, he might be ready. Oh, I didn't know he broke his wrist. Yeah, mm. in that, I forget what kind of match it was. Yeah, whatever it was. I also, Anyways. I also read somewhere that uh, Julia Hart just got married, so she'll she'll be probably taking off some time from the group uh, to celebrate her uh, her nuptials. Nice. Is she is it another wrestler or just a civilian? I it is, and you will <laughs> never guess who. In a, if I gave you unlimited what amount company? of time, AW. AEW? Yeah. <laughs> never guess, so that makes it sound like it's someone <laughs> it is really unexpected. So uh, it is so obscure and unexpected. Like what? Someone we don't see very often? Never. Or? We never see him. And I did say uh, him. So I guess that You did say him. <laughs> Uh, let me take one guess. Yes. Uh, you get one guess. Uh, Isaiah Cassidy? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty. Wow. Isn't that uh, crazy? I mean, I was kind of close. Yeah. Similar looking dudes. Yeah, similar. But yeah, it, you, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't get in a million fucking years. I mean, a million years. I would have just named every wrestler. Well, obviously, roster, yeah, yeah, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, unexpected. Uh, but cool, good for her. Happy couple, nice and all that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but let's do the main event here: Ricky Starks and Big Bill defending those AEW tag titles against Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. Lots of time for this one, over twenty minutes, so we got a real good match. Uh, yeah. Claudio does the big swing on Rick, Ricky while Wheeler runs in and hits the drop kick to Ricky's head as he spins around. Great timing there. Uh, but then Wheeler goes to stand up on Claudio's shoulders for a big splash. But the House of Black run out. Once again, they're all over this show. And uh, Malachi distracts the ref. Buddy knocks Wheeler to the floor. <laughs> Brody, uh, I just mentioned that broken wrist. He smacks Claudio with his arm cast, knocks him over the barricade. Uh, so Wheeler Yuta's all alone. Ricky hits him with the Rochambeau, gets the win, retains the belts. House of Black continue the beatdown after the match. So Brian Danielson, FTR, they run out to help. And then we get the return, I guess you can call it that, of John Moxley as he joins the brawl. So he's getting physical once again. So hopefully. Yeah, so that probably means he's allowed to do other stuff, you know. Yeah, you're right. I, I would call yeah. that a return. Yeah. I mean, he was doing commentary and stuff, but this is the first time he's gotten physical since the uh, concussion. So hopefully the signs are looking good. But mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> yeah, the combat club and FTR, they align, they clear the ring and stand tall to end the show. 
<clears throat> it was a lot. It was really fun to see the House of Black fingerprints all throughout this show. Yeah, they were all over this thing. Which... It was cool. You know, if you are this dominant faction that you claim to be, let's uh, let's see you start to dominate. Yeah, like you were saying earlier, who who's gonna claim collision? Who's gonna be the top group? And why not them? Why not, right? Why the fuck no? Why the fuck not? It feels like it's kind of open yeah. right now. Yeah. So I liked that part, having House of Black, but uh, three jobber matches maybe a bit too many for a collision. Yeah. Yeah, I can see Between that. Between Hollywood Haley and the Outrunners. And, yeah, I get uh, that. Darian Bankston, Bad Thad Brown. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Whatever. We still got some good stuff, so it's still better Brown. than Rampage ever was. Still better, yeah. Still better than Rampage ever was. That is for sure. <laughs> that was the entirety of Collision. So let's move on ourselves through the weekend, shall we? Um, yes. Because I guess yeah, we have all of our action over uh, back with WWE Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> Tag champs Finn Balor, Damian Priest come out. Talk about winning back those titles, how they run raw. Cody Rhodes interrupts. He's looking for a fight. A rare so Cody Priest. Rhodes interruption, I do want to say. Usually it's Judgment <laughs> Day interrupting Cody Rhodes. It was nice to see maybe true. the script flipped a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so Priest challenges Cody to a match at Crown Jewel. He accepts. Rhea and Dominic come out. They surround Cody, but then Jey Uso runs in to back him up. So we get a big brawl. JD McDonough runs out, attacks Cody from behind. They pin Cody up against the stairs, wrap a chair around his leg. Then Priest grabs another chair, smashes it into Cody's legs, crushing it against the stairs and the chairs. Uh, you know, this guy just got over a broken arm. Now, now this. this I know. Thing. There's a lot of work being done on that ankle, too. Anytime that, like... Uh, they they really target uh, a part of the body in one of these kind of post-match or kind of, you know, these brawls or whatever. I'm always thinking that, oh, is this how we write somebody off? I'm always <laughs> thinking, you know, because they were going heavy on that ankle of Cody. I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, fuck, he broke his ankle. He's going to be eased out until Mania. <laughs> yeah, hopefully just, just a storyline thing here. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Mm -hmm. But. First match of the night, we got the New Day taking on Alpha Academy. Good little match. Uh, Gable hits Woods with three straight German suplexes, holding on the whole time for a nice near fall there. Uh, Otis hits the Caterpillar for a big pop. So Xavier tries. He does like a reverse Caterpillar, but Gable runs up, puts him in the ankle lock. Uh, but then a bit later, Kofi takes out Gable on the floor. Xavier hits his tightrope elbow drop onto Otis and gets the pinfall win for the New Day. A New Day. Yes, it is. Still waiting on that Big E return. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, there's no guarantee of a return. <clears throat> I think he will return uh, at least to say hi to everyone. You know? I mean, yeah, we'll see him on TV again. Exactly. I think he, ha he has general manager written all over him oh whatever he wants to do exactly commentary gm yeah uh yeah anything he's got a job here mm -hmm. for a while, for a while. <clears throat> future hall of famer there i said it 
Absolutely. <laughs> he's done it all. It might be controversial, but I think he's a future Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, backstage, Rhea Ripley approaches Seth Rollins. She knows there's history between him and the Judgment Day, but it was all based out of respect just to try and get his world title. She's worried. Seth is running himself too hard and offers protection. Seth just says, why, why would I want to be with you guys? And Rhea says, if we join Voicers, then Priest, he can focus that money on the bank on the other title. But uh, without the Judgment Day, you're never going to have a reign as good as Roman's. So Seth says he doesn't want to be anything like Roman. Rhea just smiles and says, that wasn't a no. So think about it. Which is crazy because I would, if I was a wrestler, I would want, I would want to be exactly like Roman. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What more can you ask for? Like you get to take a few months off whenever you want. <laughs> your uh, your championship reign spans over years consistently. Yeah. You get to main event any show you want. You sell yeah, a bunch of t-shirts. You've main event. You've main evented fourteen WrestleManias, and your career's still not over. <laughs> yeah. Our next match, Becky Lynch defending her NXT Women's title against Indy Hartwell. So Indy, you know, she never officially, she had to vacate the title due to injury. But, uh, so trying to get it back here. But the crowd doesn't care. They're all on Becky's side, you know. I'm sure a lot of them still don't really know Indy. No. Yeah. Indy did okay, though. It's a nice big boot and then a top rope elbow drop for a near fall. Uh, but then Becky fights back, hits a superplex, goes for disarmor, but Indy powers Becky up into a power bomb, and then she hits a spine buster, another near fall. But uh, Becky eventually gets Indy into the disarmor once again. This time forces her to tap out, so Becky retains. But uh, nice showing for Indy, probably the most. She's done well, I think not all on the main Well, because she got hurt like the day before she got called up, right? Yeah. But she did come back and still didn't do anything. Right. But either way, a good little match for her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Backstage, Nick Aldis approaches Adam Pierce to apologize for having them kicked out of SmackDown. He overstepped his boundaries. He just wants healthy competition here. Adam understands. You know, I know what it's like to be the new guy. So they have a little water under the bridge. Hopefully. Hopefully. Going forward. <laughs> we need teams here. Uh, we need teams to challenge for these I mean, tag championships. Yeah, and Survivor Series coming up. We don't know yet if, if it's going to be War Games or is it going to be back to Raw vs. SmackDown. So yeah, un, we'll un, undecided. Yeah, only a couple weeks away, but we got to figure this out soon. But anyways, Adam Pearce, he goes out to the ring. We're, we're having a contract signing for the women's world title match at Crown Jewel. The Fatal Five way. So we bring out Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, Nia Jax. The first three women sign right away, but Nia refuses to sign until Rhea comes out. Pierce says since Rhea's causing so much chaos, he's just going to get her signature later. So Nia signs, and then Rhea comes out anyways. Says she could beat all these women one-on-one, -on -one, but all at once is pretty tough, but I'll do it. And after that, I'm going to make Adam Pierce's life a living hell for putting me through this. Nia starts talking. Crowd chants, you suck at her. And then a big brawl erupts as Rhea just watches the chaos from ringside. Yeah, because, I mean, Rhea really should be waiting back for the challengers to be like, hey, prove to me that I should give you the time of day. 
Yeah. She doesn't need to get her hands dirty with these little squabbles. Why Why should she? <laughs> uh, after that, we had Johnny Gargano taking on Giovanni Vinci. And, uh, Vinci looking okay, but Gargano knocks him down, so Kaiser jumps up on the apron. Then Ciampa runs out to take out Kaiser. Back in the ring, Gargano hits one final beat. Spikes Vinci down. Great sell by Vinci, and that gives Johnny the win. Johnny! Quick win, too. This one was yeah. fucking over and done with. Yeah. I mean, Giovanni Vinci, he's barely hanging on. He's Ludwig Kaiser is clearly the right-hand man in Imperium. Yeah. After Gunther. And yeah. Just there, there's a real power, uh, you know, kind of... There's a, there's a clear yeah. one, two, three. Vinci's just a Goomba. Mm-hmm. But uh, Logan Paul coming out for a promo. Once again, just talking about Rey Mysterio, the U.S. title match. And then Dominic comes out. Uh, Logan clapping, tells the route, shows some respect for this guy. And Dominic says, from champion to future champion, I can't wait to watch you beat my deadbeat dad. Uh, then Logan calls the ring announcer, Samantha Irvine, into the ring and Wants to thank her for everything she does. He knows he made it hard on her when she had to announce his name after defeating her fiance Ricochet at SummerSlam. And, but he wants her to practice announcing him as the new United States champion. She doesn't want to. Ricochet runs out, takes down Logan, uh, then knocks down Dominic. Goes for a shooting star press, but Logan pulls Dominic out to safety. And they leave together. And I like this. This Dominic Logan alliance, that's that's big, big heat, brother. I mean that that's that's two of the probably the biggest boos <laughs> out there yeah. aligning themselves. That's a volcano of heat right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh and the humidex will increase when these two are around. <laughs> and by association, does that mean the rest of Judgment Day have Logan's back? If Dominic's got his back, who yeah, knows? I wonder. I th I thought uh, Rhea would be the one to. Well, I guess it, Rhea's in charge, right? So if she says yeah. go she talk to knew Logan, all about this, so yes, she, I mean she, that she, could she be a real that. interesting association. Never would have guessed Logan Paul becoming a member of Judgment. Yeah, like in an actual faction. Yeah, yeah, but hey, I mean, we'll see. Uh, tag action: Piper Niven, Chelsea Green taking on Natalia and a mystery partner. Who ends up being the returning Nikki Cross? Uh, not sure if she was injured or we just haven't seen her in a while, but uh, wherever she was, something happened. She's not her normal self at all. She's just walks out in a daze, looking very stoic. None of that crazy energy we usually see from her. And, uh, she was like that the whole match. She just stood on the apron, her arms at her side. So it's pretty much just a two on one here. And. And then it really is, as Nikki just jumps down and walks off. So Natalia, all on her own. Chelsea hits an unprettier. Piper hits the basement crossbody and gets the three count. So Piper and Chelsea. With the three. tag champs remain. I mean, I know this was not a tag <laughs> championship match, but uh, hey. Yeah. Should have been. Why not? Get some defenses on there. Yeah, at least they were in action. But, yeah, something's going on with Nikki. Uh yeah, we'll find out. Maybe. Another character, uh, yeah, ch swap, <laughs> another character change. Yeah, some sort of traumatized version. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Sami Zayn takes on Drew McIntyre. Big matchup here. The two should have been undisputed Universal Champions from last year. But 
Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I, I would think, yeah, these were the two dudes who got boned. Yeah. But anyways, hard-hitting match here. Chopping the shit out of each other. Uh, yeah, crowd was loving it. They chant, this is awesome. Sammy picks up Drew, hits a blue thunderbomb for a big near fall. Drew fights back. Lines up for a Claymore when Rhea comes out, distracts Drew. Sammy hits him with an exploder suplex from the corner and then sets up for the Haluba kick, but then Rhea jumps on the apron, distracts Sammy, which allows Drew to hit the Claymore and get the win. So another one there, Rhea trying to recruit. Yeah, I mean, yeah she's working. She's really, she's really working hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's another one to keep an eye on. Truly working hard, and Sami Zayn's uh, so far his uh, his his um, return to singles competition not going so well. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, but this one, you know, there was some dirty some dirty pool. I guess so. Yeah. Rhea. But I mean, either way, not what he would hope for. <clears throat> Backstage, once again, Nick Aldis is talking to Team KC, trying to recruit them to SmackDown, but Adam Pearce shows up and says, I don't appreciate you going around trying to steal my superstars. So Yeah, what's Pearce, or what's yeah, what's Aldis even doing there? Yeah, so he sees himself out, and then the zombie, Nikki Cross, just walks by, still out of it. Yeah, okay. At least, yeah, I wonder if, uh, <laughs> man, have we ever had a manager versus manager match? <laughs> Um, I I feel like that's maybe. like a I feel like that's like a silly wrestle like a the silly match at WrestleMania, you know, would be to have both. <laughs> yeah, managers. I mean these two certainly could pull it off. Uh, yeah, we'll see. See, Bronson Reed takes on Akira Tozawa. Bronson just tosses Tozawa all around. Uh, hits the tsunami, gets the easy win. Yeah, over Tozawa. Who's uh, been affiliated with the with the Alpha Academy recently, but clearly not. Yeah. it's not working for him. Yeah, hasn't hasn't paid off yet. Mm-hmm. Backstage, Seth Rollins congratulates Drew. Says, "Hey, the newest member of Judgment Day." And Drew's like, "Ah, Rhea almost cost me the match too, you know." But Seth says he didn't say no to Rhea's offer. Or. Uh, yeah, Drew says Seth didn't say no. Seth says he doesn't need Judgment Day to beat Drew at Crown Jewel. Drew says neither does he, so let the best man win. It's going to be a good one. The match, what's going to happen next week? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll find out. They've got that Judgment Day wild card. Yeah. Which way? Who's the swing vote? Who's going to get it? Yeah, who, yeah, who's the swing? Let us know. <laughs> But let's do this main event. You got Jey Uso taking on Damian Priest one-on-one. Good little match. Uh, Priest hits the broken arrow, his old finisher, early on, but for a near fall. And, uh, Jay hits a spear, and then the Uso splash makes the cover, but Finn Balor runs out, distracts the ref for making the count. So Uso goes after Finn, hits a big suicide dive, but the distraction allows Priest to hit him with the south of heaven, get the pinfall win. Uh, and then right after Balor jumps in, hits a coup de gras on Jay. They both grab some chairs, but then Cody comes limping out, selling that leg damage from earlier. Uh, he, he still manages to grab a chair and smash Priest, wraps the chair around Priest's leg, ready to break it as well, but Finn pulls him out of the ring. So Cody stands tall on one leg with Jey Uso to end the show. On one leg, he is such a <laughs> fucking Superman. 
that he can stand tall on one leg. Raw really keeping going with this hot, this recent hot streak. Um, you know, the scheming Rhea Ripley going over, and just similarly, just like we said on House of Black, uh, just on Collision there, it's nice to see the main faction really take control of the entire show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, all summer long, they've pretty much been the big, almost main eventing every episode. Mm-hmm. So it'll it, Cody and Jay. Yeah, it'll be great to see how it all comes down. Of course, we have one more episode of Monday Night Raw before the uh, for the pay per view and Crown Jewel. Mike, we should take a break. Yeah, let's do that. Let's take a break. We'll take come back with all the action over on the first part of the Havoc. Of course, we're also talking Dynamite, so you're gonna want to stick around. Back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking it out through the break. We are back here bringing you all of the weekly wrestling action, including this year's edition of Halloween Havoc Part 1 over on NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. I was surprised. For no no wheel. Uh, we we got the wheel a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of a wheel. I mean, it was kind of our yeah. Not to it was a wheel to determine next week. I don't know. We'll, we'll yes, it, 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 there was not so much of making deals and spinning wheels. Yeah, not live on the spot kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, great tradition. We love Halloween here on the show. Uh, we had some sort of musical performance. Some heavy metal band to open the show and. Um, no poppy, I'll just say yeah, that. Yeah, no, po- <laughs> no poppy. God, I can't remember what they were called. <laughs> but who knows? I mean, I remember the first time I saw Poppy, I didn't really think a lot, and then I explored her catalog. So maybe this band will work. And now out. look at you. Now you're you're, you're gonna yeah, yeah. and your Spotify Wrapped. You're gonna be top one percent. <laughs> if I use Spotify, I would. What do you use? But, uh, I just mostly well because I. Don't usually listen on my phone. I use my laptop, so I'm just on YouTube. Oh, okay. you have YouTube I have ad uh, blockers, so there's no ads, no ads. Okay, well there you have it. Take that Spotify wrapped. I'll get it eventually. Yeah, eventually. Uh, anyways, we got our hosts in the ring. Shotzi dressed up as Pinhead from the Hellraiser movies, and Scarlet was a decapitated Mary Antoinette. I think. Oh, is that is that all it is? <laughs> <laughs> that was my guess. Does she have? Was she? Uh, was she guillotined, Marie Antoinette? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but hey, doesn't matter. Our hosts are here. They hype up the show. We get into our first match, uh, the Devil's Playground match between Kiana James and Roxanne Perez. Roxanne wearing a cool Freddy Krueger outfit, sticking with the Halloween theme. And- Looking good, but yeah, Devil's Playground, so basically anything goes, falls count anywhere. We've even got the Haunted Playground set up on the ramp, which uh, got plenty of uses, you know. We got the swing set, we're smacking each other with that. Uh, Kiana pulls out her laptop, breaks it over Roxy. Uh, We get the trash cans. Uh, We got the, uh, there was like a picket fence on the side uh, set up, so... Break off a piece of that. Break it over Kiana James' back. Um, 
<laughs> and then we got the slide on the playground. Roxanne hits a side Russian leg sweep. There was a lot of a lot of great great use of props throughout the entire performance. I have to say, yeah, yeah, it was well done. Crowd popped; they loved it. They were chanting NXT. Roxanne goes for a big Hurricane Rana off the barricade, but Kiana catches her, slams her into the barricade, and then a big running power bomb on the floor on the trash can, crushing that thing up. Uh, makes the pin, but Roxanne kicks out. So Kiana goes back to the playground, rips off the teeter totter, starts smacking. Smacking Roxy with that. So great usage of this playground theme. Uh, and then Kiana goes for a moonsault off the barricade. Roxanne avoids it, grabs Kiana's bag, nails her in the head with it, and then she hits the pop rocks onto the bag on the floor, makes the cover, gets the three count. So Roxanne Perez picks up the win. And then after she opens up Kiana's bag and pours out a broken brick. And the pieces of this brick just bounce like they made <laughs> like, of rubber or something. It was incredible. I didn't even know. It was like, wow, this is the uh, the least dense piece of concrete I've ever seen. Yeah. But uh, fun match. A lot of fun. Both women showing they can do the hardcore style. Yeah. Yeah. And Devil's Playground is a fun way to say it. Fun way to say hardcore. Yeah. And I mean, they, they delivered. The playground was there. So Yeah. Good point. Uh, Scarlet and Shotzi, we'll see them throughout the night. They do a little tarot card reading for Noem Dar as Tazawa sneaks up and steals his Heritage Cup. So, okay, Tazawa, yeah, and and, and the Noem Dar still uh, present. This Heritage Cup still very much so present. Yeah, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but our next match, we got Dante Chen taking on Lexus King who we formerly knew as uh, Brian Pillman Jr., but he says Brian Pillman's dead. Well, he is. And he's Go on. I mean, he's right. Brian Pillman is dead, <laughs> but, so he's not wrong. Yeah, but uh, Lexus King here, he's got this, this biker look going on i would call it a leather jacket a bandana and yeah i heard um, uh I, I heard the name derives from uh like a like his um it was like a, like his a stepfather yeah some yeah, there's like there are some there, there are some familial ties his sister um was named alexis but she passed away in a car accident um yeah. years ago so i think there is some familial reasoning behind yeah, it, but and I mean, he, yeah, kayfabe. I mean, he was raised more by this king guy. He barely knew his dad, Brian Pillman, so he, he you know, he might feel like he is part of the king. As guy. long as it sells a T-shirt, right? <laughs> we'll see. But uh, yeah, he looked good here, doing more aggressive, hard-hitting style with his new his new look. And mm-hmm. Dante puts up a decent fight. Eventually, Lexus hits a big super kick, and then a unique finishing move. I'll call it a draping straight jacket twisting neck breaker, but hopefully he's got a shorter name for it. <laughs> uh, uh, that was just my literal description of it, but mm-hmm. King gets the win here in his debut. Yeah, the win, the debut, I don't think anybody knows uh, truly the potential of a guy like this. Uh, it is really funny to see a, uh, a Lexus King type um, who just turned 30. By the way, you know, getting his time here on NXT, really proving that that shift of, you know, until you're ready for the main roster, you know, like we've said before, but performers like AJ Styles, 
Um, you know, yeah. you're, you're you know, a guy like Lester King. You're 30 years old. You're still seven years away from your prime, my guy. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, I'm ready to give him a chance here. Yeah, good debut. Hmm. Uh, next match, we've got Kalani Jordan taking on Miss NXT Ariana Grace in the semifinal match here in the Women's Breakout Tournament. And yeah, I said it last week. Ariana Grace, I like this beauty pageant gimmick she's doing. I love a fun gimmick, and you know, as <laughs> we know here on the show, I uh, I loved the Anna J. Um, <laughs> that one week. That one the week, Broadway baby. The Broadway gimmick. I loved that. We all know how much <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, yeah, we were still talking about it four years later. I mean, so. yeah, we are still talking about it this long later, so I guess it's it's not all for nothing. Yeah. But uh, anyways, they have a fun little match here. They go back and forth until Jordan hits a nice split-legged moonsault, gets the win, and advances to the finals. So Kalani Jordan been looking uh, looking good these looking past Looking pretty good, eh? Yeah, very good chance she could win this thing. You think so? I mean, 50% chance. <laughs> I guess there's a 50% chance, I guess, if you're down to the last two. So that is something. Uh, Shotzi and Scarlet back in front of the crowd. Costume chains. Shotzi's uh, Edward Scissorhands and Scarlet's a vampire. I, 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 I think, yeah, just straight up vampire. Yeah. Shotzi was picking the specific characters. Scarlet was just doing generic stuff. But that's fine. They look good. and you know, they're besties in real life. They got a YouTube show together they plug, the the Chamber of Horrors, where I think they just explore haunting. I think they just yeah, they go around and, and and I saw a clip of it somewhere. Uh I don't yeah. remember where. Uh it where it felt like a paranormal activity type of thing. Yeah, just like one of those ghost hunter shows. Exactly, yeah. Go to spooky places. Go to spooky places. Uh, Creed Brothers come out, they compliment the two of them as hosts, and uh, they want a piece of Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo next week. So this is when we get the wheel, Shotzi says. Well, let's spin the wheel and make a deal. So we spin, it lands on tables, ladders, and scares. So we'll get that next week. Table, ladders, and scares. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, they're not fighting for any titles, so it's not like it's a ladder match. So I guess the ladders will just be... Used as weapons. Well, yeah, I like to think. I mean, I feel like if it's a ladder, ma- yeah, that's a good point. A ladder match is always. I mean, you can be- use a ladder anytime. Really. You can use a ladder anytime, really. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's just not quite the same. You like seeing the people climb and grab. Stuff. Exactly, the slow oh. climb to the top. You love to see it. Yeah. NXT tag title match: Tony D'Angelo and Stacks defending against Chase. You. Good match here. Crowd likes both these teams, but of course we got the dedicated Chase U section as always. And Thea Hale, JC Jane, Chase's U corner, Chase U's corner once again. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So uh, Andre gets in, does the Chase U stomps. Crowd spells it out. Uh, Tony with a big superplex, stacks diving headbutt off the top rope. Uh, crowd or yeah. Match gets broken. Pin gets broken up. The crowd's hot. Loving the match. Tony's down. Late in the match, JC Jane slides a crowbar into Andre. But he says, no. He doesn't want to cheat. Tosses it out. 
Tony runs in and hits the ropes, accidentally knocks JC down to the floor, which distracts Tony for a moment. Andre runs up behind, jumps up, uses his legs to roll up Tony into a unique pin, holds him down for the three. So, Chase, you have done it. New Finally! They have finally graduated into championship. <laughs> yeah, they, gra- they graduate into graduate studies now. <laughs> yeah, so big win. The student section's just going nuts. JC and Thea are jumping up and down, celebrating. Uh, so well-deserved. You know, Chase, you, they did a good job getting themselves over, so... And it's been like a long burn and almost kind of like this uh, something uh, feels very reminiscent to the acclaimed, like not a traditional kind of like best team, especially when we're looking here uh, at a group against like, you know, the Creed Brothers, for example. Right. You see them, you're like, yeah, you guys are fucking dynamite. Um, But here's this team that is a very organic gimmick loved amongst the fans and have put in that work and completely deserving of the position they're in. Yeah, totally. I mean, when I first saw Andre Chase, I was like, who is this fucking loser? And he won me over. And, you know, he transformed Duke Hudson from some nobody gambling gimmick into his the MVP of Chase U, as he's been. Yeah. Kept. Wow. Good point. Yeah. So, yeah. So they've done a good job. And Thea Hale, I've always liked her, but. Yep, some incredible yeah. things have happened here in uh, <laughs> in NXT so far. Yeah. Next, we've got Gigi Dolan in her Beetlejuice outfit taking on Blair Davenport, who came out as Georgie from the It movies. The little brother that gets lured into the. Scene. Oh, the one who get with the yellow jacket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're you're, the you're raincoat and the balloon. You're good so. at these. Yeah, you're good at these. <laughs> I love my horror and. Uh, Sticking with that, this was a lights out match. So anything goes. We dim the lights. We got little blue lights in the background. Uh, and then, yeah, just the usual weapons, the chairs, kendo sticks, trash cans, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, Gigi pulls out a table, gets the big pop. They chant, thank you, Gigi. But then Blair folds it up, slides it back in. So crowd tells her she sucks. Uh and then she takes off her belt, starts whipping Gigi around with it. But then Gigi grabs the belt and some stiff shots uh, whipping each other all around. And then we get a table set up on the floor right beside the announce table. So both women climb on top of the announce table. Blair hits a falcon arrow, dropping Gigi through the table on the floor. Crowd chants, holy shit. Blair follows up, grabs Gigi's arms, and then just hits a big knee to the face. Makes the cover, gets the three count. So big win for Blair Davenport here. But crowd's not happy. Probably her biggest win on the main roster here. Probably, right? But yeah, like you said, a crowd was not happy. Yeah. I like Gigi. They like Gigi. Yeah, and a little more homegrown, I think, than than Blair Davenport when it comes to the the faithful. A little more accomplished, you know. Toxic attraction dominated the brand for a Exactly. More. Uh yeah, but uh, so you might remember the other week, Trick Williams got attacked backstage, which took him out of that number one contenders match. So Shotzi and Scarlett walk up to Carmelo Hayes, dressed as the twins from The Shining this time, and they tell him they saw the cards. All signs point to you being the one that attacked Trick. Carmelo doesn't believe in their voodoo bullshit. Says go mess with somebody else. <laughs> 
That voodoo bullshit. <laughs> uh, we get our other women's breakout tournament semifinal match. Carmen Petrovich taking on Lola Vice. Another good little match. Some nice mat wrestling here. Both women looking pretty good. Some stiff kicks and strikes. And, uh, you know, we haven't seen too much of this Petrovich, but she's real good. Good with her legs. I like it. Lots of different types of kicks. Uh, she hits a big suicide dive to the floor, goes for a spinning heel kick, but Lola ducks and hits her own spinning heel kick. And that gets her the pinfall. Uh, but it shouldn't have counted because Lola's feet were under the ropes during the pin, but I don't think it was on purpose. But. Oh, it was an accidental, uh, an accidental almost DQ? I mean... Her feet weren't on the ropes; they were under the ropes. But breaking the plane is supposed to be enough for the pin to not count. But either way, does not matter. I don't think it will. Yeah, the refs aren't counting. The refs aren't counting much. Yeah. So Lola Vice gets the win, advances to the finals to face Kalani Jordan. But uh, I'm starting to like this Carmen Petrovich. I think she's uh, hmm. she's got potential. Well, I mean, Helen, you 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 made the right call with Tiffany Stratton, so I think you're kind of one for one so far <laughs> coming here out of the uh, the newcomers from this NXT Women's Division. So yeah, I'm not putting her on that level yet, but I mean, yeah, someone to keep our eyes on. Uh, backstage, Chase U celebrating their big title win. Chelsea Green, Piper Niven walked up dressed as. Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf. Guess who played which character? God, the costume budget on this is through the roof. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, they talk some trash. JC and Thea say they're going to go talk to Shawn Michaels to get a woman's tag title shot next week, which that would be great. Mm-hmm. Well, some, yes. Let's get all the gold over. Let's here. get everything to stack the show, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Backstage, Broadbreaker approaches Carmelo, tells him uh, what he did to Trick last week was cold, but Carmelo still denies attacking him. Braun says, the two of us, we're going to be fighting for that top spot for decades to come. You did what you had to do. You are gonna, you can go win that NXT title again next week, and when I'm done putting Robert Stone in the hospital, we'll be right back wherever you're supposed to. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I hope you don't want to be fighting this, fighting for this championship for your whole life. I, I would hope you'd have bigger, higher uh, aspirations. Yeah. Well, I think when he said top spot, he probably meant main uh, roster, main roster stuff. Yeah, I know. But, yeah. you know, I got I, 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 I to gotta, I gotta say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's your right. Uh, but once again, we've got a special guest, Jade Cargill, coming out. Sits on a big throne up on the uh, the NXT balcony there. She got a big pop. I believe this is the first time she's actually appeared in front of the live crowd. Like actually been backstage. walking around. Yeah. Yeah. You are so. probably right. Yeah. Every little step is one step closer to uh, getting in that ring. <laughs> she still has not touched the ring canvas. <laughs> but anyways. She's here to watch our main event, which is Becky Lynch defending that NXT Women's title against Lyra Valkyria. The Battle of Ireland here. Uh, the Irish Civil War, if you will. Mm-hmm. The Irish Civil but. War. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, re real good match. Uh, competitive, dueling chance. Let's go Becky, let's go Lyra, but probably... 70-30 in favor of Becky, at least at the beginning. Well, of course, Becky fucking uh, Lynch. You know, what do you expect? I mean, yeah. One of the biggest 
arguably the biggest woman's wrestler star of all time. All time. So, yeah, good match. Uh, crowd's loving it. This is awesome chance. Becky hits a big blockbuster stunner in the corner. We get a bunch of submissions. Lyra hits a cool fisherman brain buster for a near fall. Uh, and then Lyra with a big sit-out powerbomb. Becky hits a superplex. And then she holds on, just like her husband Seth Rollins does. But instead of the falcon arrow, she hits a big DDT spiking Lyra down. Great sell job from Lyra just standing on her head there. The DDT is uh, all about the sell, folks. Kids, if you're yeah, listening at home. exactly. <laughs> so Lyra, though, she kicks out, hits a big spinning heel kick, but Becky kicks out. So we got our third. This is awesome chant of the match, so they were doing really well. Uh, Becky hits the manhandle slam on Lyra, and again, the great sell. Lyra just lands right on her neck and shoulders, super high landing. Uh, maybe the best manhandle slam sell I've ever seen. <clears throat> but uh, she kicks out, and crowds on their feet. They're chanting, "Holy shit!" Becky can't believe it. She kicked out of the manhandle slam. Lyra can barely stand. Becky goes for another manhandle slam, but Lyra counters with an arm drag into a pin. She holds Becky down for the three. Biggest win of Lyra's life. She's the new NXT Women's Champion. Huge moment. We, I, I, I cannot believe it happened here on, on television. Truly, I cannot. <clears throat> um... I mean, yeah, the next pay-per-view is not till December, so... I guess it had... It, you it, know, it, why not? It was a real shit or get off the pot. Um, you know, I think uh, Becky, Becky Lynch has brought so much prestige to this NXT Women's Championship. And I think this championship itself is fucking hot. They have to push this <clears throat> thing going. This championship yeah. has to be prominently featured here. Amongst yeah, all these other performers, like we know, like like we saw earlier on the show, Roxanne Perez, of course, Tiffany Stratton, who's still going to want a piece of this action. There is still so much action here in this women's division, even even if Becky Lynch is leaving. Yeah, no, she did great. She came down here for a few months, brought in a couple hundred thousand extra viewers, <laughs> had some great matches, S sold a couple shirts. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this was an awesome way to end her run. Crowd gives them both a standing ovation, and they were even singing along to Lyra's song, which I I think that can catch on. It's like not even the words, the beat. They were just like clap, 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 woo, clap, 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 woo, clap, clap, clap. God, I'll I'll, so, to, I'll to pay I'll, I'll have to pay a little more attention to something like that next time. Yeah, I think it'll catch on. But uh, Becky Lynch, she's a great competitor. She shows respect. Hands the title belt to Lyra. They share a big hug. Becky raises her arm. And that is how you put over a young talent. What a moment for Lyra. Bobby. Are you listening, kids? That is how you put <laughs> over young talent. Yeah. Wow. So, great moment. Great. Uh, and a great part yeah, one of the yeah. Havoc. And I think there's going to be a lot of great stuff coming up here on part two. Also, on actual Halloween night, which will be a lot of fun. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't even realize. It is the actual Tuesday. Actually the Havoc is actually yeah. happening on Tuesday, so that's going to be something. Very cool. So very let's move ourselves on over to the very next night. Not spooky-themed at all, but you can still get out your pumpkin spice and enjoy yourself <laughs> some AEW Dynamite. AEW. 
All elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Where yeah. we are opening up this week, MJF and uh, Renee Paquette here chatting a little backstage. bit backstage. Yeah, they have a little quick chat. MJF gets on the phone to call Adam Cole when Roderick Strong rolls up in his wheelchair just screaming, Adam! He accuses MJF of being the mystery attacker and the devil mask once again. But for the sake of Adam, I'll take pity on you and I'll help you with the Bullet Club gold. And Max just grabs Roddy's wheelchair and pushes him backwards out of frame. And <laughs> Max promises to take out the Bullet Club tonight. and He's real fired up. Great promo from him. And uh, at the very end, the screen cuts out. We see a quick glimpse of the man wearing the devil mask. And cuts back. Who's in the mask, kids? Who is in the mask? Who's who's behind the mask? Is it Mustafa Ali? I cannot <laughs> say for sure. Dolph Ziggler? Don't forget, he's a uh, Dolph Ziggler? That would be... Well, <laughs> I, I, mean, the, I mean, the person in the mask has to be somebody who is an immediate competitor or possibly to dethrone somebody at something. I uh, mean, Ziggler's a bigger name than Ali, I think. Yeah, is Ziggler going to dethrone MJF for this uh, AW championship? No, I don't think so. Well, then, I'm saying that person who... It has to be on <laughs> that level of... Something. The level of the devil. That's exactly it. Well, let's go to the match. MJF taking on Juice Robinson for that dynamite diamond ring. Uh, of course, MJF not happy with Juice in that whole quarter incident a few weeks ago. So MJF's just real aggressive, spitting water in his face. He catapults Juice headfirst into the ring post. Juice comes up bleeding from the head. Uh, but he still continues. He hits uh, MJF with a big DDT on the apron. Bullet Club gold. They're distracting the referee. Lots of interference from them throughout the whole match. It's basically four against one. But uh, MJF, he's a fighter. He bites Juice's bloody head. He's got the blood in his mouth. And the crowd chants, you sick fuck. Uh but then he signals for the kangaroo kick, and everybody pops. He hits it, uh, shakes the ropes like the ultimate warrior. But then more interference. The guns, uh, yeah, just a bunch of bullshit. Juice spits in MJF's face, hits the left hand of God, and then a big power bomb makes the cover while holding the ropes. But MJF still kicks out. And then Max Swell, he hits a double suicide dive, taking out both of the guns on the floor. Back of the ring, Juice hits him with the juices loose, but MJF kicks out again. So Bullet Club Gold still just causing all these distractions. And uh, Juice slips on his fake ring, but at the same time, MJF slips on his real dynamite diamond ring. Uh, Juice takes a swing. MJF ducks, hits Juice with the ring, and then he hits the Heat Seeker, spiking Juice down to get the pinfall. MJF wins for the fifth year in a row. He is... The dynamite diamond ring. Yeah, it's 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 so funny. Where, gosh, I you know it's I just I it, I wish somebody else was win. Was do I wish somebody else won it, or do I wish that MJF wasn't champion, <laughs> or do I wish you know it's like it, the Undertaker streak? We got to keep it alive, baby. Exactly. Like it it's it's this thing now. 
and we're not like I guess we we do have the Owen Hart uh, tournament. You know that is kind of the tournament that's exclusive to us. The same way that we have King of the Ring tournaments, and the same way that we have the Dynamite Diamond Ring. So I guess I guess it's really going to be a we're we're just, year after year we're going to wait until finally somebody where it's like okay hey, I think they can beat MJF. But yeah, until that eventually point, will. eventually somebody has to, especially yeah. as we approach. And it'll be a bigger deal when it does happen. And because, especially you know. as we approach the bidding war of 2024. <laughs> Haven't heard that in a while, though. Isn't I know. I don't think it's. A, a I, I know. I feel like he signed like a secret deal. Uh, yeah. after he took that I think summer he signed off over a year ago when he came back. Yeah, me too. And they had he just back like Tony Khan just backed up the fucking Brinks truck. Like I don't know how much these guys get actually paid. <laughs> I don't know what the standard is, but it would be towards the top of that. Yeah, MJF, he's got to be making seven at least a mil a year at this. Is point. that how much do how much how much does Roman make a year? Do you think? Roman's probably like five million. See, because I would say three to five million. Yeah, so I would say that is closer to MJF level. It's just it, before, if I were even guess a number, yeah, like I would say Kenny Omega is probably making at least four or five million dollars a year. That would be my guess, fucking immediately. Yeah. And so why wouldn't MJF follow suit? Why wouldn't? I think just because he still doesn't have that. You know, it's only his second contract ever, so there's still. No, but I mean, still. even a million dollars is pretty. But I think, yeah, guys like Jericho and Moxley make more than him. Yeah. But who knows? Okay. It's all private information. There's no salary cap. <laughs> yeah, no, no salary cap. Good point. Yeah. So anyways, Max wins. Bullet Club, they all jump in and attack him after Roddy comes rolling out with the rest of the other Kingdom members to help MJF. And they brawl. But they get dumped to the floor easily. Uh... The Bullet Club Gold is ready to hit MJF when the acclaimed and Billy Gunn run out to make the save. And the Guns challenge MJF to a Ring of Honor tag title match. He accepts, uh, but he's not waiting for full gear to face Jay White. He ex also accepts their eight-man tag match offer. And Roddy yells, Max, you're going to pick us, right? And to be on your team, MJF just says, no, go roll off a cliff. And then Max Caster says, that means you're picking us, right? And MJF just tells Caster, I never liked you. I'll never tag with you. And the crowd boos. Caster says, at least do me one favor. Scissor me. And he holds out the scissors. But MJF just grabs his hand and closes the scissors shut. And, uh, still still hasn't gotten walks. him. Hasn't gotten him yet. No. he's He's got one friend. That's all he needs. But he goes to leave, walks up the ramp, but then Kenny Omega comes out. Gets right in MJF's face. Says, you've got a lot going on. I'm going to cut right to it. You have something I want, but I've got something you want. If you're their scumbag, if you're their champion that you want to be, I want that world title. I reserve the right to defend my title streak. So MJF says, okay, this Saturday night, collision. The cleaner versus the devil for the AEW World Championship. Wow. And may... May the best man win. And he shakes Kenny's hand, says, and I will because my name's MJF. I'm better than you, and you know it. So Kenny says, all right, I bid you adieu, goodbye, and good night. Bang! And then right before MJF leaves, he pulls him in close, 
and says, three days, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a, uh, what, what, what a match that we are going to be gifted on live huge television. Huge match. A dream, uh, and, is... and we've said this a few times here, uh, a few times for a few other performers here on the show. A dream match, <laughs> some could say. This is a dream match. This you could main event Wembley with this match. Wow, Wembley. That's how big this is. Wow. I don't think these two have ever even crossed paths. I don't think they've even the looked each other in the eye. Yeah, so this is an absolutely huge match, but I mean obviously the story lines up. MJF a mere week away or so from breaking that title reign, so this mm-hmm. is the finals. Final stop, so definitely and be tuning into And if he is able to defeat Kenny Omega on Saturday, uh, I think that'll clear him through the year-plus reign, the over 365. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, we'll have to look at what day Full Gear was on last year, because that's when he won it. Okay. So as long. Uh, Full Gear is on November 18th this year. Last year it was November 19th, so he will hit the one-year mark. Wow. By a day. So let's do it, baby. Let's go. 366 or uh, 366 plus. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, sticking with MJF, though, Wardlow has a little vignette. He, uh, he was in a dark place. He had to watch MJF become the face of the company, despite the fact that he plowed through him when they fought. And now he wants revenge. So uh, everyone wants a piece of MJF. And it feels like week over week, more people are uh, throwing themselves in to the to the, to the yeah. To, to that's the, not to the, the last we'll see, even on even on this episode. But uh, next match, you got Hook and Rob Van Dam teaming up against the Dark Order, and crowd happy to see RVD still looking great for his age. He can still go, and him and Hook working well together. Uh, Evil Uno on the outside tries to interfere with a chair, but RVD ducks, kicks it in his face with the Van Daminator, and then he hits the five-star frog splash on Reynolds, while Hook puts the red rum on Silver, taps him out, so Hook and RVD grab a win. Hook! And RVD. Yeah. How many times stopped. How many teams have we seen uh, Rob Van Dam here in AW? Maybe four, five? This is his third match. Third? Okay. Yeah. And Hook's, like, what, third partner between Dan Housen, Orange Cassidy? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. He's, he's, or he's, Jungle Hook, remember Jungle Hook? Jungle Hook. hook. <laughs> well, it, it, dude, if you yeah. can put it on a shirt. Because, see, so, and I know they explained this in the Bucks, bio, uh, the Bucks book, their, biography, their autobiography, is that Pro Wrestling Tees works by sending them a graphic and they just print it as it's sold. So need to order. Yeah, so they didn't have to buy, you know, a thousand young buck shirts and hope they sell them. They could just po- <laughs> they could just post a graphic yeah. on pro wrestling tees, and then fans would go, "I want that one. I want that one. I want that one." And uh, yeah. you know, AEW shops, uh, AEW's merch is through pro wrestling tees, so it all kind of makes sense here. Yeah, it's a good business model, you yeah. would think. Yeah. Uh, back in the ring, Tony Schiavone is here to interview Darby Allen and Sting. Darby comes out wearing a sling on his arm. I believe he's dealing with a legitimate shoulder injury. Ooh, okay. But uh, hopefully, I don't think it's anything. I mean, he's in the, he's got matches coming up, so nothing too serious. <laughs> and he's a, he's a dangerous boy too, so you know. Yeah, he's crazy. I also saw he got a face tattoo. Really? Where? I guess he's always wearing face paint. Face, it's on the side of his face paint, but it like 
goes up like the side to his forehead almost. It's okay. It's I can weird. I can kind of picture. I can kind of picture <laughs> what you're talking about. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you'll probably not see it that often, anyways. But uh, anyways, so Sting thanks Darby for being the best partner he's ever had, and he thanks Tony Khan for making the call to let him come back and grapple a bit more. Uh, Tony Schiavone talks about Sting versus Ric Flair from the first Clash of the Champions, and here's a special gift from Tony Khan to Sting. It's the Nature Boy, Ric Flair himself. <laughs> oh God, this is just is just about where I wanted to turn off, turn it all off. <laughs> I, I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Uh, I mean, yeah, the crowd though, they're gonna pop. Huge ovation. I know. I also would. I think we all would if we were in the situation. Um, of course. As soon as that music uh, kicked off, I was actually surprised that it, the crowd actually had a little bit of a delayed reaction. I thought as soon as you heard the, the first couple seconds, da, yeah, da, I would like immediately you'd have yeah, to. Know I what knew that right is. away. Of course, of course, yeah, yeah. Most people should, but uh, either way, the sixteen world, sixteen-time world champ is here in AEW he, and come to make it seventeen. <laughs> oh God, no! Please, uh, uh, but yeah, Rick gets in the ring, puts over Sting for how great he is, and he hopes to stick around here until his last match in March. Uh, so you would think there's some sort of contract for Ric Flair if he's gonna be around for a little bit. Who knows? But oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe there was just who knows. He talks. He's drunk. He doesn't know. He doesn't mm-hmm. know what he's saying. But Christian Cage interrupts, insults Ric Flair. Says he's got a black liver and wishes he was dead. Uh, and then Christian challenges Sting, Darby, and a third person of their choice to take him, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne on in a six-man tag at full gear. Sting accepts the challenge. And, yeah. It's not going to be Ric Flair. He can't be the third man. I was going to say. <laughs> but wait. You would pray but, not. But I would pray not. Would this be the last match? <laughs> or would there be one more? I for, don't know. For Sting, I mean, it could for Sting be. I'm saying. Oh, no, no. This match is happening at full gear. He's going to go tell Revolution. Okay. Okay. Oh, he, right. He did He did specify that. You're right. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. But it could be the second or third last match. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that was that. We've got the Elite taking on the Hardy Brothers and uh, Brothers Day for the Ring of Honor six-man tag title, which I completely forgot that the Elite even had. Uh, of course. I don't know if they've ever even... Uh, they won. Where did they win it? out on TV. They won it some... Was it not on Ring of Honor? No. Honor pay-per-view or something? No, they won it somewhere else. But also, this would be Matt. This is Matt Hardy's sixth uh, title opportunity here this year. So let's hope he uh, does something with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, only so much you can do these days with the Hardys, uh, you know, compared to guys like the Bucks. But still, a couple of cool moments. Zay and Jeff hit a silly string into a tornado DDT, and then Matt hits a twist of face. Jeff hits a swanton bomb, makes the cover, but the pin's broken up. So the elite. Fight back, hit the BTE trigger, get the win, retain the belts as they should. But as they're celebrating, a video appears on the screen of Swerve Strickland and Prince Nana. They've infiltrated Hangman Page's house. I don't even know how they got in there. I don't know, but yeah, they go to the fridge, they rip up one of his kid's drawings, and then they go to the bedroom, there's a crib. They leave a mogul embassy shirt in the crib saying, never forget, so... 
crossing some very personal boundaries. I know. That's some, uh, wait, what was the, who snuck into Sue's whose house? Who am I thinking of? Is it Triple H well, we've had quite breaking a few into those. Randy Orton's we've had house? Triple H. We had Dexter Loomis and the Miz. Dexter we Loomis broke into Liv- uh, didn't Someone s- broke into Edge's house in the other year. Seth? Was Someone Seth broke into Edge's house. It's, it's, it's happened many times. I love a good home invasion angle. Home invasion, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the most famous one when Brian Pillman pulled a gun on Steve Austin. Well, and I mean, oh, you will. I mean, if there, <laughs> at least maybe that's why he wanted to get away from Lexus King or from. <laughs> he wanted to get so, away. Yeah. Either way, Hangman's not happy. No. Uh, backstage, Renee interviews Adam Copeland. He says he still won't fight Christian, but then Sting walks up. You know, wants him to be the third man, and that six-man tag at full gear but copeland doesn't want to hear so sting just grabs it by the shoulders like you gotta open your eyes man before it's too late so laying down the pitch mm-hmm. anything to come from that do you uh, think i could see copeland joining the team yeah i mean if not him then who yeah he's not got it and, and i think he's got to do he's going to do something sooner rather than later i think yeah He's going to be on the pay-per-view one way or another. Of course, yeah. First pay-per-view match. Of course. Coming, so. uh, but let's get to the AEW women's title. Hikaru Shida defending against Ruby Soho. Uh, Ruby fighting dirty. Rips off the turnbuckle pad. Then as Aubrey goes to deal with that, she pulls out the spray paint. Sprays it in the air. Yes, yeah, sprays it in the air and then throws it at Shida. Who catches the can just as the ref turns around. To think it was Sheeta that sprayed it, but I don't understand why Ruby would do that. Because if the ref disqualifies Sheeta, she doesn't lose the belt. So what are you trying to do here? Yeah, who fucked up is what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, but either way, Sheeta argues with Aubrey. Ruby grabs the title belt, charges at Sheeta, but Sheeta sprays the paint. Ruby blocks it with the belt, so it's now painted green. Aubrey takes the belt away. And Ruby rips off some of her wrists, wrist tape and starts choking Sheeta and then hits the destination unknown. She can win the title here, but Sheeta kicks out. So Ruby hits a no future sh- no future kick, but Sheeta bounces back, hits a katana, but she's too slow to make the cover. So Ruby kicks out. Uh, and then Sheeta hits a falcon arrow, goes for the pin. Ruby reverses into her own pin, but Sheeta kicks Ruby off. Ruby slams headfirst into that exposed turnbuckle from earlier. Shido follows up with the katana, gets the pinfall win, retains their belt. And then at the very end, Tony Storm comes out for a little stare down and pose. She wants the belt, and I think we can all agree uh, she deserves a shot. Also, um, if uh, I was checking this out the other day on the AEW roster page. Uh, yeah. Tony Storm's graphic is in black and white. <laughs> it also is, and she's the only person on the entire on on all the little JPEGs of the of the performance. She's the only person whose whose photo is kind of altered with something like that. So, I love it. You love to see it. Yeah. I love it. You love to see it. Uh, backstage, Samoa Joe offers to look out for MJF if he gives him a future title shot. So another guy is still looking after. MJF, but you know, Samoa Joe, he's like, Yeah, you need a partner for that Ring of Honor title match. I'll help you there. You can help me later. So let me know. Not bad. Yeah. 
right? M- MJF has people looking after him, but he also has people looking for him. So there you go. Uh, right before the main event, we got an announcement, a new AEW pay-per-view once again. Uh, this one's called The World's End, Saturday, December 30th. So AEW, very quickly looking like they're going to be at a pay-per-view a month in the near future. We're coming right. we're coming up on it. Yeah, we really are coming up on, especially with the, you know, the Forbidden Door being this half-and-half half type of show that really is uh, certainly a spectacle, rest, you know, and Wrestle Dream being edition. World's End, a, fa- a great name. I think that's a great name. Yeah, cool name. Uh, you know, fitting the, the end of the year. It fits and... Yeah, this is eight, the eighth pay-per-view for 2023 alone. So, And I'm so thankful that. that, Mike, we're not going to get World's End and then Day One uh, back to fucking <laughs> back. Yeah. I mean, never say never, but we might. At this point, yeah. It seems like Day One was a one and done. Yeah. It was, it was too cursed. We, we already talked about that. Uh, we talked about it last week. Yeah, the butterfly effect. Yeah. Who knows what could happen if we do that again. <laughs> But let's go to this main event. We got Brian Danielson and Claudio taking on Orange Cassidy and Kazuchika Okada. So big matchup here. Crowd very hot to see Okada. Uh, but yeah, I mean, four amazing wrestlers here. Each got their own style. So we get a bit of everything. The, the stiff strikes, the grappling, the chain wrestling, the submissions. Everyone, Everyone getting their spots in. Uh, eventually, Brian and Okada both tag in. We get the big showdown. First time facing off since Forbidden Door. So, big pop for that. The crowd's chanting, holy shit. And yeah, they just go at each other. Uh, Claudio and Orange Cassidy both had a real nice sequence as well. Claudio does a big swing. Cassidy counters. Claudio picks him up into a suplex. And then Cassidy counters midair into a stun dog millionaire. So, just a bunch of great reversals here. I think uh, my, my my favorite spot of the match here was um or it was Kazuchika Okada in his Okada pose, arms out, splayed oh, yeah. in the middle of the ring. Orange Cassidy sees that as a hug moment. <laughs> he hugs. The camera yeah. had no clue what to do. The camera was like zoom in, zoom out, zoom in. It did zoom. like a double zoom. It had to double zoom <laughs> out. Excalibur kept just give the people, give the give the people, give the people what yeah. they want. <laughs> Uh, eventually ending in a double Brian Danielson drop kick. Yeah, it was great though. Yeah. Great moment. Uh, yeah, eventually, uh, yeah, Okada hits the top rope elbow drop on Claudio, the same move that broke Brian's arm. Brian tags in. Okada grabs him from behind as Orange Cassidy runs in, hits Brian with the orange punch. Then Okada hits the Rainmaker. But Claudio runs in, hits a springboard uppercut to Okada, and then a big toss-up uppercut to Orange Cassidy. Claudio pins Orange, gets the three count, so big win for Claudio and Brian. And with that, Okada is now 0-3 in AEW. Wow. Can you believe it? Yeah, I was actually pretty surprised he was coming over here. I started wondering, is there? I wonder if there is a New Japan uh, strong show in the coming kind of few days that, you know, he would be here already. Like, it feels crazy to fly Okada over (laughs) for, like, exactly, like, just for the one thing. Yeah, I'm not sure of his schedule, but... uh... At the end of the match, Brian selling an injury. 
the ending was kind of weird. Hook comes out, the best friends come out, and everyone just kind of stares at each other. And there wasn't any brawl or anything. Yeah, well, I guess the best but. friends, I guess, you know, because Okada and likes Orange Cast. I guess, you know, I guess everyone's kind of Yeah, I, no, I get why they were so. there, but it, it's not like... It's not like there was a brawl that they came out to rescue them. They just kind of came out. I guess they were mm-hmm. worried with Brian being hurt. But anyways, I think this is all leading to Brian versus Okada 2 at Wrestle Kingdom in January. Oh, you think we're going to Wrestle so Kingdom? That's why he was. What's that? You think we're going to Wrestle Kingdom? That would be sick. I think at least Brian is, yeah. Oh, get part two. Okada can try to get his win back. That'd be, I mean, he yeah, he probably would on that stage, I think. Yeah. Anyways, that was Dynamite. Wow. Uh, I forgot. We skipped over Battle of the Belts, but... Oh, yeah. I, di- I didn't even watch it, actually. That's, that's probably why yeah. it wasn't no even No title mind. changes happened, uh, so it really was nothing. No. Nothing there. Statlander versus Willow Nightingale was probably the only thing worth checking out, uh, but Statlander retained anyways. Oh, yeah. She, she's, anyways. She's going to retain... Congratulations, yeah. uh, and what a, another great week of professional wrestling. So we're gonna kick, uh, we're gonna conclude the sh- conclude the show, the only way that we know how, and that is to crown a. Fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is to give wrestler you our wrestler of the week. Wrestler of the week. Of the week. Wrestler of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Wrestler of the week. Of the week. I guess it is a crown. You are right. Still crowning. Yeah, yeah, you are right, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I'll kick it over to you. What you got for me? All right. I'll just give it to Lyra Valkyria for that huge monumental win great match great little title reign for becky lynch who i could easily give it to as well but i'll give it to the kid lyra valkyria wow there you go kid (laughs) wrestler of the week kid your name's truly etched in history quite frankly absolutely you and timothy thatcher are both one-time wrestler of the weeks <laughs> uh so there you have it i'm gonna i'm gonna flip my wrestler of the week over to mike and it was the uh it was the match i told you to watch over the weekend at impacts bound for glory event live from chicago illinois will osprey took on yeah. good canadian kid speedball mike bailey in um <laughs> <laughs> That's always how you have to preface a Canadian, and 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 it, it was it was an incredible match. And Mike, like I prefaced you very briefly, there it was a five star match from me. Yeah, it's to uh, take you, some time to yeah, you yeah, you got to check it out. I think it's uh, somewhere around minute fifty two of the uh, the part one on the. <laughs> 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 Timestamp. I think it's pro- approximately around there. Uh, the yeah. crowd was extremely grateful for what they got to see. You know, the smaller, intimate show, <laughs> and every everything was firing on all cylinders. And uh, fucking um, buddy from WWE does does the uh, play does the play by play. Fuck Tom mm-hmm. Phillips. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He 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 does the he does the play, and I forget who does the color. But yeah. uh, but hey, so okay. yeah, so yeah, so familiar voice also narrating the action for you. So Mike Bailey, wrestler of the week, live Valkyria, uh, wrestler of the week, bringing in that angsty championship throughout one of the most prestigious championships here. 
that we have, I have to say. And that is all the time that we have for the show. Thank you for listening, everybody. Of course, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe. The show is everywhere. We'll be back next week with all of the pre- uh, Saudi action. You know that's going to be a beefed up show. You know something big's going to happen. And uh, I can't wait. Yeah. We'll get you next week. So uh, happy Halloween, and we'll see you next time. Two.